Good evening, everyone. Um, <laughs> I have a question on my website, and I'm going to answer it, because I actually have personal headcanon about this, and I don't know what it says about me that I actually have personal headcanon about this particular thing, but I have this sarcastic little butt that lives in Britain who asked me today, or yesterday, here's a question. In your opinion, what came first, the egg or the chicken? What ancestor? I'm going to answer your question. And I can't look at the chat room while I do this, so I don't know what you bitches are saying right now. So just FYI. Okay, so many, 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 many years ago, there was this almost chicken, and she was Fine. She thought she 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 looked good. She, she knew she did, and she was just going about her day. And one day, she saw a really good-looking male, almost chicken, and was like, "Huh, that's my baby's daddy." So she goes and she flirts with him, and they get it on, and then they have some eggs, and all the eggs. They're perfect. They're amazing. She's picked a great baby daddy. She's so pleased. And they have and they've had little babies and all the little almost chickens run around and it's fantastic. And so mating season comes around again and you know, she hits up baby daddy for some more and gets some and she has four eggs and one of them doesn't look quite the same. But she's a good mama and she loves that egg just as much as the others. She doesn't care if it looks a little weird. So she sits on that nest, and she has a great baby daddy. So he brings her food and takes care of her, and they have their and then and then they hatch. And then there are three almost chickens, and they're perfect. And then there's this other one, who's not an almost chicken. It's an actual chicken, and she doesn't really know what to do with the actual chicken, but it's pretty. It's really pretty, and it's strong, and it's fast, and it has better feathers, and so she raises this actual chicken up just like her other babies, and she loves her just the same, and because she is beautiful and kind of unique, she has no problem later on getting her own baby daddy and having some actual chickens, so that is my headcanon on which came first the chicken or the egg obviously something had to lay the egg and it was an almost chicken there you go i hope you're happy <laughs> so that <laughs> that is the tale of two almost chickens else to talk about i was actually in the middle of writing um and i wasn't gonna do a show tonight but then i got so tickled by the question that i felt like i had to answer it um so there you go uh um but i will answer questions in the chat room for the next few minutes if um if you're interested, am I going to read the new um, Cursed Child book? I don't know because it's actually a play, so it's going to be more of a script than an actual book. I don't think we're actually going to get a real book. It's going to be like a 
treatment of the script for the play. Um, I would be interested in seeing the play. I'm not sure if I want to read the play because I've read plays before and I wasn't thrilled with the reading experience. I don't I don't think it meets um um one of my most heinous experiences um in um in high school uh was reading Our Town. I fucking hated that. And we all had to take parts and read it out loud in the fucking class and I fucking hated that. I really did. So I'm not sure if I'm going to read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the book, but I would love to read. I mean, I would love to see the play. I, I think it would be really interesting to watch that on stage. So I hope that eventually there's a traveling company that comes to the U.S. so we can see it with British actors. Um, you know, I just think that would be really awesome to, to see that. I wouldn't want to see an American um acting company do it i would really prefer that they bring a british show over um but that's just my particular um preference um i hated lord of the flies as well yes um it's a terrible book um the only thing worse that i think um that happened to me literally speaking in high school would be the grapes of wrath um yeah i hate that too um let's see I was terribly unfond of A Tale of Two Cities as well. I mean, to the point where I didn't actually finish it. That's one of the fir- one of the first books that I ever picked up to read and did not finish. Moby Dick. Um, I read Moby Dick when I was young. I was very young when I read Moby Dick. Probably um, nine or ten years old when I read Moby Dick. Uh, where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the Catcher in the Rye. When I read Catcher in the Rye, I was kind of ooh la la la. Ancestor says, Kira, I need some things to point out to my friend that Snape was an abusive ass because everything I have used still does not have him convinced. Because the first thing you need to do to your friend is recast of Severus Snape. Because people don't like Snape. People love Alan Rickman. And with good reason. Alan Rickman is a fucking awesome actor, and it's an immense loss that that he died. And um, it's terrible that he'll spend, that he'll be remembered for Snape over other characters that were just amazing. Um, But, whatever. Um, but Snape uh, abuses children. He's he's verbally abusive to children for no other reason than the fact that he's miserable. Think about this. The kids in Harry's generation, Harry isn't the only one that lost family members to Death Eaters. He's not the only one that had his family suffer a great loss during the blood war, right? So here's the thing. These kids grow up in families where members of their family are missing. They're dead. They've, they maybe lost a parent during the war. They lost an uncle. They lost cousins. And then they have to go to Hogwarts. And then they are required to take a class with a known Death Eater as the teacher. Reformed or not, everyone knows that Severus Snape was a Death Eater. Every 
fucking day they have to see a Death Eater. His presence alone in Hogwarts is abusive. Because they are confronted every day with his mistake. Every single day. They have to be reminded that their parent was murdered by a Death Eater. Their uncle was murdered by a Death Eater. Their brother was murdered by a Death Eater. So um, just his presence alone in Hogwarts is a source of emotional abuse for many children who are in Hogwarts. And then you take into account the fact that he is absolutely unrepentant. He, If he really did regret his choices, would he continue to be as vicious as he is to practically everyone, the man that kept him out of Azkaban? He stepped over James Potter's dead body, clutched a dead woman, and ignored her traumatized, cursed child who was screaming his head off in the bed while he creepily clutched at her corpse. That's not love. It's not love. When he found out that Voldemort was targeting the Potters, he didn't beg for Harry's life. He begged for Lily's and nobody else's. So serious. No matter how he grew up, it didn't matter if he grew up in an abusive household. It doesn't matter that he was picked on at Hogwarts. Everybody gets picked on. He, There is no single way that Snape wasn't as vicious back to the Marauders as they were to him. It's impossible. And the only perspective we got was his memory, which we've already been told is unreliable. Memories in the pensive can be altered. And so Snape has this victim complex because he was picked on a little bit in school. So he takes it out on every single child he comes across. Are you serious? There's no excuse for emotionally and verbally abusing children. Even if you grew up abused yourself, that does not give you the right to be abusive back. Severus Snape was an asshole. And I would bet $100 that there wasn't a single fan fiction written about Severus Snape where he was a tragic romantic hero until Alan Rickman was cast in the part. Because in the books, he is disgusting. Really, he's disgusting. He doesn't wash his hair. He's oily. He he stinks of potions. This is not a sexually attractive man in the books. But they cast a super fine and super talented actor into the role and suddenly Snape was sexy. No, no. 
But see, the difference between me and other people is that I've never actually watched all the movies. I've watched parts of one, and I've watched some stuff on YouTube, and that's it. So all I have are the books, and Snape is an irredeemable, nasty human being in the books. And even in the end, in Deathly Hallows, on in his dying moment, he's not concerned about the war. He's not concerned about Voldemort being defeated. He isn't concerned about anything but looking into Lily Potter's eyes when he uses Harry as a surrogate for it as he lay dying. What the actual fuck? Oh. Anyways, does anybody else have any questions? <laughs> yeah, he he did use Harry, if not as a sexual surrogate, as a romantic surrogate in his final moments. And that's disgusting. That is literally the most disgusting thing he does in the entire series, and that's saying something. Ugh. Ugh. My mama bought a new car over the summer. And she's very protective of her new car. She called me today because we were going to, she'd come pick me up. She says, we have to go to the car wash. I said, mother, it is 29 degrees outside. We have to go to the car wash because a bird has shit on my car. I said, I've got a hose pipe. I'll just wash it off. We have to go to the car wash. I said, no, it is 29 degrees, and I am not going to the fucking car wash. I'll go into the house and get you a paper towel. We went to the car wash. Wherein I sat in the car, and um, it was one of those automatic ones, right? But uh, we had to feed the machine first, cause, and we part, we were too far away from the machine, so she had to get out and put money in it, and then we just went through. And I didn't think they would have those automatic ones open when it would blow freezing, but they did. And um, it got, we get out of the automatic car wash thingy, and um, she says, well, I have some towels in the back. And I look over at her, and I, I could just imagine the look on my face is just completely disbelieving. And I was like, we are, what? She says, well, I don't want it to get spots. So, um, there we were, outside the automatic car wash, with um, those shams, you know, those absorbent shams, <sighs> drying my mother's SUV. Because it's not a car. It's a fucking Ford Explorer SUV. <clears throat> it's 29 degrees outside. And I am like, blah, 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 Freezing my ass off. I get done. I get in the car. I'm sitting there. And she said, are you okay? I said, I want some fucking coffee right now. <laughs> and so she went and got me some fucking coffee. <laughs> and that is my mother. That is my mother. That's all I can say. 
in SGA, where do you think John would be career? I'm, I assume you mean career-wise. Or do you think Atlantis would have declared independence? Well, what we know from the treatment that we got was that there is a device on um, Atlantis that's going to force them to leave the Milky Way galaxy. No, it was not Starbucks. It was actual real coffee. Yeah. We were far beyond Starbucks at that point. Yeah. I required the real deal. I've impressed it myself. Anyways, because um, <clears throat> I have a French press I keep in my car. Shut up. Actually, it's in my backpack. Um, because, come on. Anyways, um, <clears throat> I have a really cool one. I got it on um, Amazon, and it's a portable. It's a really cool French press. It's, I think it's a cuisine art. I'm not really sure. I forget. Anyway, it's really nice. I, I, I really like my French press. Um and um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, John, I think um, because they are, they're going to have to take the city back to Pegasus. Um, um, that as much as we would, bu- we enjoy that concept in fan fiction. I I do believe um, that in canon, the SGC has never really done anything to Atlantis to spurn to create that kind of hostility that would lead to independence. Because independence usually comes from hostility or neglect, and that really isn't the case in canon as far as um, the SGC is concerned. Um, I am a coffee snob. I totally admit that. There's nothing wrong with being a coffee snob. You know what's wrong? Not being a coffee snob. Drinking anything. No. Some things are meant to be degreasing engines, and some things are meant to go in your mouth. I agree. The only thing good at um, Starbucks is a Frappuccino. I I I totally agree. And I yeah, I also think that as far as Pegasus is concerned, um, that uh, because Atlantis doesn't have the things that we tend to give it in fan fiction, um, sentience, the ability to make ZPMs, you know, the, that kind of thing, that they don't have the resources to survive. Um, at the level of technology they prefer on Atlantis, uh, because that that is the issue. You, you can survive with much less, but why would you want to? Capricious says, something you mentioned yesterday about Civil War has been rattling around in my brain. Well, what is it? Let me know, and I will. I got ten minutes. Talk to me. I've never had the green tea at Starbucks. Um, My problem with Civil War is that I can't buy that Tony Stark would ever be a part of the Government Registration Act, not as Tony was developed. Um, They set it up in Age of Ultron that um, Tony... um, got a lesson in his own potential for destruction, far beyond um, even weapons man- um, manufacturing. And um, I agree with you. I um, I don't like that whole storyline. I never did like it. Um, I don't... Um, 
Tony told Congress to kiss his ass. I, I, I really, um, I, I don't see. I don't see it. I agree. I, I, I really don't see it. Um, um, it becomes, um, and also something else that bo- has bothered me on the posters is that Natasha, and um, oh, well, I forgot his name. Um, oh, Hawkeye are on different. Clint. Um, Hawk, Natasha and Clint are on different sides? What? I am going to see the hell out of Deadpool. I'm going to watch Deadpool 50 million times. I, I, not really. Not literally. But I am going to watch the fuck out of Deadpool. I mean, just like, I'm going to hit that so hard. I'm going to hit that so hard, Ryan Reynolds is going to call me and say, Thank you. That was great. (laughs) We have a new theater that has recliners. I'm really looking forward to going to see it. But I am not watching Civil War. No, that's just not going to happen. Um, questions Spider-Man does grow up in the comic books he doesn't stay a kid that's one of the problems I think with the fact that they keep rebooting the movie franchise for Spider-Man is they're not letting him grow up when Spider-Man does, in fact, grow up in the comic books, he is eventually a grown man. But they keep going back and over and over and over again, and just fucking starting. I, I'm that's really irritating. I and I tend to call the first Spider-Man movies Cryfest one, two, three, and four, or ever, ever how many there were, because because really, could 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 one more person cry in those movies, please? I'm not I just I cannot get behind Civil War. Um I'm I'm just I'm I'm just kinda done with that. Not at the moment. No family story at the moment. It took us twenty minutes to draw her car. Fucking SUV. It's a really beautiful SUV. It's ridiculous. It's got a fucking computer system in it that could rival the fucking, um, uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure it is ten times more complicated than the computer that ran the shuttle. Uh, it's got, um, navigation and climate control and individual climate zones and, um, two rows of seats in the back and a moonroof. Um, kinds of crazy-ass shit in it that she doesn't even know. Yesterday, um, she gets in the, I get in the car, and she's like, my, 
she's had this vehicle since August, right? Since August. She says, this has remote start. I said, what? And she said, I figured out this morning that it had remote start. I pushed the button on my thing, and it started up in the garage. I said, did you cut it off? And she was like, yeah. I said, don't start the car in the garage. It's insanity. It's insanity. She actually is taking classes at Ford to figure out how to operate her vehicle. It is so complicated that Ford actually offers fucking classes on what to do with the vehicle. I'm serious. That is ridiculous. That's what I got. It's a um Ford Explorer. The highest like um it's uh an L it's a luxury model of the Ford Explorer. It's got leather seats and um all her uh, her two both passenger and driver are electric seats and they have fucking seat warmers in them. You can get which is awesome. The last week I was um week before last, whenever I had my last chart week, I had a re- oh, I was having the most terrible cramps. It was so terrible. And so I called her and I was like, "Hey, um let's go to and I named a neighboring city." And she was like, why? I said, well, we can go to this store that you want to go to. And she said, okay, cool. So she comes and gets me. And I get in the car. First thing I do is turn the seat heater on. She said, why do you have a seat heater on? I said, I got terrible cramps. She said, did you call me just so I would drive you to so-and-so so that you could use the heated seats? And I said, yes. And she went, okay, do you want to stop and get some coffee? Because that's my mama. That's right. Um, but it they they really are super helpful. And it has a lumbar too, and it it heats up, and it heats. I mean, it, the heat rises, and it it's just really that's just like the best feature in the whole vehicle. No, you can't steal my mama. Those are fighting words. Fighting words. I will cut a bitch. Anyways, <clears throat> that's my show. Um, I I hope you guys enjoyed my almost chicken fan fiction. Um, and um, I am going to title this show uh, "Short and Junk: A Tale of Two Almost Chickens." Uh, I need to put a hyphen in that. I totally need to put a hyphen in the almost chickens. Um, now you can't, you cannot steal or borrow my mama. I don't share well. I never have. You guys have a great evening, and um, I'll talk to you later.